Hey, Zombro fans, Russell Twist, I'm back here for yet another wonderful week of Zombro's action. I am joined by my guest host with the most. You're not a guest host. I was going to say co-host. I was caught between guests and, and, and co-hosts, but here we are, Johnny J. Zombros. Yep, you're here. <laughs> How you doing, John? I am Zombro's. I'm more than just a co-host. You are. Hey, Zombro fans. You're the life of Zombro's, the lifeblood of the Zombro's action in this world we live in now. Scenes, lifeblood of the Zombro's <laughs> that's absolutely true with no literally no exaggeration so how are things with you john since you've returned has school started back up for you yet yeah class started this week um you'll notice i'm not on my bed at this time i'm at a desk i have my microphone hanging so i'm not just having it propped up in front of me mm -hmm. uh this is an improved setup right now i'm still kind of in moving in process but um this is a much better uh, state than last week, so I'm doing well. That's terrific. You you love to see that, John, at this level. <laughs> this level play, you love to see. And we are joined by two of our wonderful Patreon supporters and dear guests of the show, Will and Bryce. How are you both doing today? I guess we'll go Will first so you don't both talk at the same time. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, I'm doing great. I'm excited to finally be on the show. Uh, let's just do this thing. Awesome. Oh, we're happy to have you. And uh, Bryce, how are you doing today? Oh, you know, I'm holding up, getting by. Things are going well. That's we terrific. Give, yeah, we got to give him props. Bryce, a shout out for uh, managing to get up at 3.30 a.m. to uh, to do the show. Mm -hmm. I was a little nervous when I read your message. You were telling me when you when you <laughs> told me like what time it was going to be. And then you're yeah. like, I'm going to sleep. If I if if I if I don't message back you, it's because I'm asleep. And I'm like, I hope you wake up on time for the show. But you did yeah, it. Props I to made you. Sure. Shout out to you and all the other people down under who get up for this show. Are there many? I can't imagine there's. Uh, I I wouldn't say so. I I don't think so. I think it's a you safe know, bet. Yeah, like we probably do have listeners. I mean, we we absolutely do have listeners from Australia, but we probably don't have many live listeners from Australia just because of time zones. But to those of you that ever do, shout out to you guys, you rock. Especially Bryce for being a legend and coming on the show at three thirty in the morning. I'm not sure I could pull that level of dedication to Zombros. Uh, don't worry about it, mate. I'll manage. If, you'd said, if you'd said to me, Reed, John, we're doing the show at three thirty in the morning today, I'd say no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I it's completely understandable. But then you pulled some pretty crazy ones where we've done work. I remember, and you had like a five a.m. interview one time, and oh, that was that was in uh, that was in L.A. It was um, we were in L.A., which was already three hours behind my normal time. So, um, we this was when we were this is when we were with uh, with Treyarch Four. It was the uh, Ancient Evil. Mm -hmm. I had an oh, yeah. interview for work at what was, I think, five in the morning, Los Angeles time. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Jesus. But some of us, after like we had gotten dinner, went out to the bars after the fact. And I was at the bar till it closed around two in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, the and then I managed to managed to like take lime scooters back to the uh, back to where we were staying. Um, I slept for about two hours, set an alarm, and made it up on time for my 5 a.m. interview. <laughs> Did that, got the job, um, and then um, then we then I think we had to be outside our hotel, like at a bus to go to Treyarch at like 11. 
Uh, yeah, oh, I think so. Something like that. It was, or, or maybe even earlier, maybe mm-hmm. like nine, ten o'clock. Yeah, it was um, pretty early. That was a, that was a whirlwind night. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> I pulled that one off. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like it, Jesus, man. So I don't doubt you have dedication in you, John. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> it just depends on what it's for. And Zombros apparently isn't at the top of that list. <laughs> mm. No, going to the bars and then a, and then a 5 a.m. interview. Now that's the only reason it. that interview was, I think it was actually, I forget what time it was exactly, but the reason it was so early was because it was with a, it was it was from Berlin, so it was nine hour time difference. Oh like yeah, five a.m. Uh, okay. their time plus seven. I think it was two p.m. their time, something like that. Um, that's pretty reasonable then. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's yeah, talk about some I zombies though. Zombies. <laughs> yeah. The, the, Typical patron questions to get. Yeah, so let's we'll do that off. first. Yes. Well, just curiosity. So, what's your zombie experience like? What was your first map? How long have you been playing zombies? The first time I played zombies, I was at a friend's house. He had a home theater, and uh, we he like it was late at night. All the lights were off. Oh, you might be hearing thunder. I'm in Florida, so um, classic hurricane. Ooh, always, y'all gotta hurt. Stay safe. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I should be okay. I'm in. I'm in North Florida, so it looks like it's kind of mm. going to be missing us. But the Bahamas are going to be drilled right now. Ooh. There's 185 mile per hour winds to category five. So Jesus, That's... I pray for them. Um, but should be okay for here in Florida. But um, anyways, um, so that, that that's a thunder. But um. Yeah, first time I played Zombies was at World of War. Um, mm-hmm. My friend had a projector screen in his home theater, and it was, it was late at night. And it was, it was, oh. I just that hooked. It was, just, it was that ambiance you oh, try to get, and yeah. I was just hooked from that. I remember I was like, so excited. We got to like round nine. My buddy's like, "This is not good." But that's okay. <laughs> um, what, what map was? Did you remember? It was knocked. It was knocked. knocked. Um, so then, the first game I had where I really got into Zombies on my own was Black Ops and with Kino and. Call of Dead, that is my favorite in that game. So, could you imagine, John, for your first experience playing zombies on a projector screen? You said in a home in a, theater. In a home theater. Yeah, it was a oh. home theater. Like it was split screens, and my, my my you know my side was like three feet wide. I mean, it was it was that it was so cool. Oh. At that point, split screen's not even a problem. No. You know? Oh Like man. when we're doing split screen on little like tv like like if you're playing imagine like doing split screen on a crt and it's just trash and it's like so mm. small and you get no room <laughs> no, i was spoiled that first time it was incredible oh <laughs> man zombies after that was downhill <laughs> yeah, it really was no but um yeah, that's what got me hooked it's just zombies from playing in a theater at night when it's dark um mm. it was cool so that's mm-hmm. how i started stop playing zombies oh that's terrific oh yeah. what about uh, you bryce oh um I started it in Noct as well when uh, me and my brother beat the World at War campaign together yeah. when we were uh, kids. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, that was incredible. Oh. Yeah, just yeah, seeing that opening intro, intro and sitting in the uh, second floor in the corner with the grenades trying to hold mm-hmm. out for as long as we could. Were you, yeah, do, did you complete like as the co-op campaign? Because remember that was a yeah. feature in World at War. So you guys played through it for yeah, the first yeah, time we, co-op all the way through? Yeah. Oh. It was incredible, yeah. Dude, cool. think about did that. You know, did you know it was coming, or did you just stumble on? Um, no, we didn't know it was coming. We weren't. Oh, we, it wasn't. A, we didn't have internet at that period of time, so it was just like. Wow. Oh, that is such like a, a brotherly or sibling moment to just bond over forever when you oh. unlock something secret like that. Yeah, oh. it was. It was great. Oh man, those are terrific. 
I feel like, is it just me or does it seem like a lot of people we have on their first map is knocked? Seems so. Maybe it's like a, maybe it feels like, maybe it's just a bias thing where it's like the people who are like really into zombies have been playing for forever. Maybe something yeah. like that. And they would be the guys to support this show. To be frank, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to take it that extra, right? yes, yeah. anybody who supports Zombros podcast is absolutely of the more hardcore Call of Duty zombie yeah, and fan. Been playing zombies for a while, yeah. I don't know. I've, yeah. I've, I feel like a lot of a lot of people we've had on have said like Knocked is one of their first maps. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my first map. Yeah, no, but then yeah. the, most of them were Kino, and then rarely Transit, and then even rarer any BO3 or BO4 maps. I'm uh, waiting for the day the day the first somebody comes on the show and is like, my first map was. Shadows of Evil, or say my first map was nine. Blood <laughs> of the Dead. It's like oof, oh, oof. yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Imagine so, your first interesting map times, though. What's if the... you walked into Black Ops Four as your first game? Mm-hmm. That's that's a little bit spoiled. Having four oh, yeah. maps right on launch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's incredible. Is transit or something? Yeah, the quantity you'll They're probably all... never recover from that on future games. And I mean, I know the game was broken on launch, but they're all of relatively high quality too. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. like if it's for your first, first for your first, you won't know the difference, yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah, it'll exactly. be incredible. You have no so, baggage. Go ahead. So the next question we'll ask: uh, either of you guys have like a great zombie memory or a cool zombie story? Uh, maybe Bryce, if you have one, uh, we'll uh, start with you. If not, yeah, I do actually. Oh, um, one of my favorites was a. Uh, when me and my brother would wake up for school in the morning, we would uh, wake up 30 minutes early before our mum would come in our room, and mm-hmm. we'd try and get as high as we could on a, what was it, Ashina. And yeah, that was one of our favorite things to do in the mornings. Oh, <laughs> my God, that's so yeah, happy. That's such a terrific story. You you had a wonderful, from the sounds of it, just like bonding with your, your brother over Call of Duty Zombies. That's like the foundation yeah. of why I like this game is because it was just it's... this way to bring people together. Yeah, exactly. It was, we had, we had a good time. I mean, things split up, but you know, yeah, we had as our time own does. Paths. We got, we got our own interests. But sure, sure. It was good. To, it's good to, it's good to reminisce on that. Oh man, that's mm-hmm. terrific. What about you? So Will? what was the or what was the highs you guys got to together? Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, about about wave ten. <laughs> Nothing too exciting. Yeah, well, it's only thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is a map though that you could you could really grind out and be efficient for thirty minutes. I mean, you played for yeah, thirty exactly. minutes with twenty four zombies around. You might get like you might actually be able to get round thirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you really. Grind I don't know about that one, but you know. It was, <laughs> no, you'd be surprised. <laughs> like the. I, I've been re- for a video recently. I've been looking at some of the world record runs on that map, and people are mm. generally moving at a pace of faster than one round per minute. Jesus, what the hell? Mm. People, are, people are really I, like the world record is, I think, uh, 9,072, and that was completed in about 88 hours. And if Jeez. you do the math, I think it comes down to like 50 something seconds per round. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That one door off, man. Move through it. Like you can get to a hundred in about an two hours. Jesus, what mm. the hell? Yeah, that's nice. I like I like zombies that fast. I know most don't, but for high round stuff, that's yeah. Shinonuma was one of the most well, the, zombie, enjoyable high round runs. A, it's a different kind of fast. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah. Because it's it's just speeding through. Um, like you got twelve Wonderwolf or fifteen Wonderwolf shots. Maybe three of them will kill the round. Yep. It's funny when you think about the numbers of it all in a 9,000 round run, which will get you the world record. Um, 
20% of those rounds are dog rounds. So you're facing mm. about like 2,000 dog rounds. So you made it around <laughs> 10,000. Holy smoke. That's a fuck ton of dog rounds when you Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely. A lot of a lot of yeah. All right. That's now, what cool. about you, Will? Any any cool zombie memory or uh, cool, just interesting zombie story you'd love to share? Sure. I think one off the top of my head was it was release day for Gorak Krovi. Um, I was mm-hmm. at a party of four, one of the guys I still play with uh, today. And we were just like, we were just, we opened back a bunch. We were all trying to figure out the steps like really quickly trying to and we hadn't looked at anything we were just trying to see what we can do in the map and somehow we like lucked out on the valve step i'm sure a lot of people did and so we got it got mm-hmm. this cylinder and we we're like yep. trying to figure out what to do with it we got the code we're like okay well we'll have to wait for someone to figure out the code because who knows what that's going to be mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. like and then we ended our game and we we got to around like 25 27 or something like that and then because we we're one of the first people to end our games at a decently high round like we were like you know, for like a brief period of time, like hundredth in the world, <laughs> like yes! four player. So just seeing that being a high leaderboard is cool, and effectively you ever figure out a step was it was it was pretty neat to do that on release day. I've never done that before, so that oh, that'd fun. be hell cool. Yeah, at a party too was cool. That's one so. of my favorite things on release day, especially when you play it as soon as it comes out. Is that those high rankings you used to see on the leaderboards, mm-hmm. no matter what you were doing. I, I, there's times when you're like second or eighth in the world and you're like oh yeah look at me at round 21 yeah <laughs> <laughs> or something but yeah that was cool so oh that's really fun Turn i was like that's pretty sick i was like those early like records just amongst like friends mm-hmm. too like i like yep. i like seeing like my, so my friends list isn't that flooded. Yours might be a different problem, Reed, because mm-hmm. yours is I know flooded because you do so many open lobbies. Yeah, it's gross. But I always do find it interesting to see, like, in the first five to six, seven hours, what rounds people are getting to. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, ah, shit, everybody's dying at, like, 20. What's going on here? <laughs> and it's usually nothing. Yeah. Uh, that that was fun to see, like, even on transit, seeing how those all stacked up, especially when you have all the other zombie YouTubers on the playlist. You're just like, all right. All yeah, right. You're like, okay, you're like, okay, Mr. Dalek, JD, I see you with the <laughs> friendsless world record of 17. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever it may be. <laughs> but it's all just like day one stats. It means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even right. now, people are just working on Easter eggs anyway, so the first round doesn't matter. Yeah. Their first, like, right. hive record doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of Easter eggs, real quick, Smart Guy has been going hard at getting all the speedrun world records for all the different Easter eggs. He's working through World War II oh, zombies Jesus. right now, and I was watching him do the Darkest Throne. Nope, the Shadowed Throne. And that is a heck of an Easter egg to try and optimize. I totally hope there's a skip at some point for the boss fight because he can get there and in like no time. Like it takes more time to fight the boss than to do the entirety of the Easter egg. So that's Jeez, something. That's <laughs> yeah. So I'm just throwing that out there. Wow. It's just like, please, 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 somebody. There's actually a whole thing in the streaming speedrun community called bounties. I wish somebody would put a bounty out there to find those type of optimizations. There's things in zombies that would just do so well to have these big, like 10 to 15 minute time saves that would really make these games super fun to speedrun. And I think the the Darkest oh, yeah, Throne or Shadow Throne here's, would be good. Here's one. the thing about uh, Smart Guy in his World War II Zombies campaign mm-hmm. crusade, I should say, for world records. Sure. Um, is he really competing against anybody? I feel like it's just Smart <laughs> Guy versus himself here. You know, like he's taking, <laughs> he's grabbing records that uh, nobody else claimed. Yeah, <laughs> well, a bit of 
awesome. I I feel like because it's smart guy, he's pushing it to a level that is so difficult anyway because he's a tier blob yeah i know I'm you're busting, busting his ass but like even I'm taking just... that a little seriously it's like he he's making them so good that that's just it right it's like yeah nobody wants these but it's like yeah but now if you want them he's you're not gonna get them because he, he did this he went and optimized that's the it. damn thing the little bugger i can't even do a johnny J. like all right loading up round 16 two box challenge to get the unclaimed zombie records title here <laughs> yeah you know i know somebody who's done that before so let me tell you what you're doing out here isn't impressive <laughs> oh man Johnny J walked so that smart guy could run. <laughs> yeah, I will. You know, I was the real pioneer in bullshit world records. So don't go out here telling <laughs> me what, what two records are legitimate. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't watch the interview. I should have, but uh, Rizzo, I, that's what I should have did this week, but I, I just slipped my mind. Rizzo interviewed Cameron Dayton and uh, I follow him on Twitter, another lead developer of Zombie. Jason Mort they walk, yes, they? Jason. Yes. Not Blundell, yeah. but. The other, one. <laughs> the other guy. Yes. Remind me again. Was Rizzo? Rizzo was big on World War Two zombies. Right? Loves and adores it still yeah, to this day. Right. And I, extinction. I forgot, if, I forgot if it was World War Two or IW, which one he liked. Mm -hmm. IW, he's okay about. He doesn't love it, and he made some. Remember, uh, no, we used Black to watch. Ops, it's Black. That's right. It's Black Ops Four. He hates. Yes. Yes. <laughs> IW didn't like much at all, but he still gave it props. Bo Four, he just can't stand. And I don't blame him at all for that. Uh, but World War II Zombies has really grown on me as time has gone on. Though I loved it in the moment as well. I, yeah. But it's, I did a yeah. I did a little reflection on it earlier in the week. Yeah. Just like the things that World War II Zombies did right that zombies could learn from, like Treyarch could. Mm -hmm. There are like it has its flaws. It's not a perfect game mode, but it definitely does some things very well. Mm -hmm. I'm a big. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a lot of cool little features in it. But so so J so Rizzo got Cameron on for an interview. Yeah, and Jason W. Jason Warnack. 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 Okay. Or, I don't know how to say it. I know. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to try it because I'm so terrible <laughs> at pronunciations. Uh, but yeah, he's always streaming World War II as well. Is that uh, Rizzo? Rizzo get, I'm watching the I'm watching the video Rizzo made. Is look back on World War II zombies. How do you get these shots? There's no theater mode in this game. Uh, because he does all of his, uh, online. He always did that. There was tons of stuff, uh, even with PC stuff. He gets around it. He knows some pretty basic stuff and he also has rendering. He does specific modeling. Remember how he would do. Yeah. Uh, he could even, oh God, what is it? I know he created like the thumbnail stuff and people would go for him for renders as well, but you can also take those just like that other individual I followed that I forget his name. He's from Ireland that made the Samantha one. Uh, you can do a lot oh, if makes, you that makes the animations. Yeah, it's three D something. I I this is so out of my realm of expertise. I completely forget. So I am butchering this. Take what I say with a grain of salt. But there's a program that they know that they can take the models in, make them animate, and then recomposite the models into certain shots to make it look like new shots or get new things. It's a very oh, lengthy yeah. process, but it is something they do to go the extra mile to make the music videos, to make the really cool things we can see out of what we normally get with Call of Duty zombies, like the trailers. See, I almost Warnicky. don't believe they did that, though, for this specific Warnicky. shot that I'm looking at, because he's got, like, a shot of just, like, the valve spinning from the start of uh, the Shadowed Throne. 
Oh, then maybe it's like, just you know the, the three you the three you spin to turn on the generator or to turn on the uh, the gun that shoots the into the generator room. Well, he may just have a way of no clipping that yeah, is in public. People like, do like, that all the time. Like, it, it seems like you're recreating the entire scene of the map just to get this one shot of a wheel spinning. I'm not sure, but it could be. Mm -hmm. Big shout to our friend are. Rizzo, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you just look up on youtube j j r rizzo r i z z o you'll find his uh youtube channel there's an hour-long video all about it so yeah i've been meaning to check it out do it huh is he zoomed in to get rid of the hud in some situations yeah it looks like he has the he definitely has some sort of no clip going on that's for sure mm -hmm. i know he used to do this in bo1 though and there's no theater mode in bo1 and he even made mods for bo1 so he's definitely using his intelligence and scripting prowess to to have workarounds, perhaps, perhaps uh, just using like a creating like a no clip mod. Yeah, removing the HUD. Yeah, very much so. I, th I think that's got to be along the lines, unless they somehow hooked him up, talking to Cameron and Jason. They're just like, yeah, all you gotta do is put these couple files in, and uh, you basically activate dev mode. I mean, that's all you really need to do to act to have a lot of fun with these things is yeah, get exactly. dev mode on, and then you you can make all kinds of great things. Wow, these are great shots. You're right. But I see them, oh, what is that, AFKing? No. Uh, when the zombies can't find you and they stand still and just do their animation, that's absolutely what happens when you start no-clipping around the maps and they, they're, like, searching for a player. Yeah. God, that footage is great. Good for you, Rizzo. Mm -hmm. So, so I want to I talk about this today. Okay. I want to get your guys' opinions on this. I found this. Oh, is, no. um, Call oh. of Duty Zombies in VR. Okay. Sure. This is interesting. Yeah, so somebody managed to hook up uh I think it's the Gamertag uh, VR is the guy's name. Um or no, it's pa so it's called Pavlo VR, I think is this I don't know pa I don't know VR very well, so I don't know, but uh, yeah, Pavlov. <laughs> yeah, Amelia. Is that is that a mod or is that a is that the system? It's um yeah, it's is like it? a, it's like a game engine and you can use it to make games like Insurgency oh, okay. and stuff. Oh. Yeah, I get it now. Um, but yeah, this is zombies in VR, which is something I don't think I had ever even considered. But you know, like it's awesome. You think oh, so? Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks very cool, actually. Yeah, it's, so it's a recreation of mm -hmm. Nocturne Toten. Okay, I'm watching. But it's just in VR. You'll see he has his teammate in the map. Um, the graphics aren't as good. Um, the lighting. Mm -hmm times looks awkward or feels wonky you'll even notice like some of the weapons um when he shoots it looks kind of strange yeah mm -hmm. or for example when uh he goes to buy weapons off the wall it's just the outline with the price under it mm -hmm. and i think this is to get around not having a conventional hud oh yeah definitely because mm -hmm. yeah it's supposed it's to like, be like a very hardcore game yeah and it oh, okay. you, the zombies like the move everything is super unpolished it's not clean yeah. at all like even like where you see i think it's your points the points almost kind of they're on his hand almost like a little like like, like, you a have, like on your wrist like, yeah, like a mm -hmm. wrist kind of thing to show you it um but it's just a unique experience like, i agree oh, yeah, him, he's doing the movements with his hands to trigger like the different animations i would love to try something out like this but of course i don't have any of the necessary like things to set something like this up but it looks really neat it does. It's very mm -hmm. interesting. It looks like it's just created like in um, Pavlov's engine and then remade. Into yeah, so they he probably just, I guess, 
built zombies from the ground up, right? Yeah, that's what it looks like to me, at least. Mm -hmm. well, makes perfect sense. I mean, I was getting Gmod vibes from this, uh, the build of it yeah. all. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Good for them. That's awesome that they're being creative and bringing zombies into yet another realm, into the VR world. And it's it's going to live on in some capacity, no matter what happens as the community dies. It's going to live on <laughs> and find its way. It's 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 already made its way to culture, pop culture, in some shape, way, and form. Not as popular as, like, Marvel's or Avengers. No, it was close to any of that. But it's... <sighs> definitely going to have an impact and we'll definitely, see it yeah, kicking around for life. years yeah it's call of duty you know how you know how we're just talking like world, world war ii zombies that would be an interesting game if they could do it right to do in vr mm -hmm. oh, yeah. world war ii zombies really love to play with like that gory humor or gory like uh not humor but just mm -hmm. like aesthetic yeah gory aesthetic they had like the jump scares of the zombies popping out like a lot of that i think would actually really work well in uh, vr, VR. Yeah, I think, um, dude, this see, like blood falling from the ceiling and like just all the detail and the blood and the gore like, that could actually yeah. be really unsettling in VR. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, the immersion would just be through the roof. The field of view is driving me nuts. <laughs> no, the field of view, especially when it goes to shoot, it's awful. Holy god, I, like, I don't know how you could possibly aim with that. Oh my um, god, I find watching watching the person move almost as interesting as watching the gameplay because you'll see he's actually like doing the movements like he reaches to where his pocket would be for more clips and he brings it up to where the gun would be he's like pointing and holding up his hands mm -hmm. like this if he's holding like the wee zapper like yeah yeah like yeah that. um i i really actually do want to check out vr and get into it more it's just I'd have to, it'd have to be a whole investment. Yeah. You oh, gotta yeah. have the space. It's about six to $800, depending on what type of headset you're getting. If you're getting newer headsets, it's more expensive. Yep. It's, we'll a, it's a whole ordeal. Headsets, those, those hand things that he has, the hand controllers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the space. I also don't think I have a PC. I, I think I yeah, would need a you need a better PC to run it. You do. And then if you want to green screen yourself into the gameplay, then you get a green screen setup going. Is they also, whole, I've seen, I've seen there's like cameras and stuff too you can get. Oh, oh yeah, to like help track your movement better. Yeah. Stuff. Oh, the gameplay got, I'm watching it now, the gameplay got really dark. I don't know why. Uh, okay. Trying to resize John here, sorry. But yeah, are we going to get to the title of the video? <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to show that off. That, that is really cool though. No, that's fair, John. I'm glad you did show that off. Uh, DLC 4Ts supposedly coming this week. It's happening. Get get all excited. Get pumped. It's definitely Call of the Dead. Mark your calendars. Tell your neighbors. Get excited. This is the day we've all been waiting for. Call of the Dead will be announced as DLC 4, and everyone can feel part of a, a brand new world. It's just going to be so exciting. I don't Hang know, man. How do we know it's called the dead? It could still be die rise. Could be. Yeah, that's what could I be. thought. I could be it was die rise. Oh, I hope not. Could be die rise. Could be uh, origins. It's gonna be called it because you know I said it has to happen that way, and that's basically it. So, what do you think? What what day? Tuesday, Thursday, obviously, right? What, what time? Date? Let's get some not so difficult predictions on when the teaser drops and what it'll be. How long? Uh, let's do it. Let's let's break into the awful and useless speculation that is absolutely needed right now. Tuesday, uh, I'm calling Tuesday trailer. Okay, what time? 
what do they do? What do they do? Three o'clock, I think. Eastern. You can do they that. Always, they always have a time. I think it's three o'clock. It, it, it can move. All right, you're going it Tuesday, varies. three o'clock Eastern. What map? What map's gonna be teasing for how long? Call of the Dead. Yes. Okay, and how long? Well, how long is this tease gonna be? One minute. One minute. That's Call it. it right now. Okay. Definitive. If it's not one minute long, then obviously Chark doesn't know what they're doing. Okay. Okay. Uh, Actually, wait, no. It's probably the intro cinematic, right? Could be. Could be. Or they might wait to release that. I potentially think it could be Tuesday with you as well. It might be a 1 or 2 p.m. I'll, I'll go with the 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time release. And I, I think it might be the horrible Twitter where they just give you like 30-second video on Twitter or 10-second video on Twitter where it's a whole bunch of wow. nothing and everyone's going to complain <laughs> like the people they are. Uh, they're like patient because with Alpha Omega, they did the same thing where they did a couple little things before they actually came out with the trailer. So I think this is going to start the little things to start building hype for the ending yeah that'd be the uh the great thing to do i'd be a fan. i'm not sure like what is this logo so it's a biohazard with a blood splatter which one is that the one on their twitter oh let me go get it it's their twitter logo sure sure, sure, um, sure. it came out when they te- when they kind of just released a description that said the final chapter of ether is coming Oh, man, I never tweeted out that we were live or anything today. Yep, totally forgot about that. Oh, man, yep, (laughs) didn't ping anybody. Wait a minute, Box is going to be screwed up. Got to go send all the announcements out. I had all pre-ready, totally forgot. Oh, well, they get to come on the first topic. (laughs) There you go. All right. Either way, just looking at this thing, it does not at all scream Call of the Dead. (laughs) The biohazard symbol they changed? Yeah, the biohazard with the little blood splatter. Yep, yep. I'm bringing it up so everybody can see on the the video. Yep. Are we sure that that's new for when they announced? I think so. You know, um, so it feels reminiscent of like the pandemic. Yeah, and isn't that um, the yeah, blackout the kind of operation? Like yeah, isn't it more towards right, the operation? Might. I think that's more what it's towards, but I could that be wrong. Could be. Yeah, I think they'll change that. Uh, but where's the tweets and replies in here from Treyarch? They have the good thing comes to those who wait. Here it is. Good things come to those who wait, and there's not much longer to wait now. And then there's Milo with a, a gif of himself. <laughs> it's the top thing I see. Of course. Uh, hope so. Hopefully that will be. Uh, oh, what is? Oh, what? What's this? Today we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary as a studio. We can't be more excited for what's to come. Press F to pay respects to a decade. Oh, okay. And then Cherry had a video of them pressing F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, like, because normally it's pay your respects. And I thought Treyarch being like, rest in peace, Sledgehammer Games, would be a little oh inappropriate. God. Would be a little <laughs> inappropriate. Context matters. Treyarch's going dead now. Press F to pay respects. I feel like this is a perfect tweet to Doctor that you put in Photoshop <laughs> and just change what some different games is saying. And then now you have Treyarch Studios. <laughs> this could be like a great meme because Treyarch has the gift of just that awful F as fast as possible. Beautiful. Oh, the first thing I see, F is for factions. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Where is this tweet? Is this not on mm, their Twitter? It is on their Twitter. It's on tweets and replies. So it's not going to show up normally. Ooh, fresh man. Looking a little, looking a little weird there. You guys see that on stream? You got to go to tweets and replies. I am on tweets and replies. And then you need to scroll down quite a bit. I see it now. Yeah. This is why, by the way, I read it wrong. Uh, This tweet where it says GG's to 100 thieves 
I that's all I read last time, last week when I thought they won. I skipped the first part of it, which says Champions E United. <laughs> I just jumped right to GG's 100 Thieves. I'm like, oh man, good for them. They won. And uh, that that's a nope. That was a good effort. Yeah, that's okay. Good, good enough from the chat for Reed. Beautiful. All right. So there you well, are. At least I can have a uh, sense of humor with the press after the Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good. good stuff. I respect it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I guess. So what are we thinking? Intro, cinematic, trailer, teaser of various images from the map. A yeah. Shot of, of uh, Danny Trejo. <laughs> Eighty Danny Trejos. What do you guys what do you, thinking? What do you guys think? Yeah, my money's on like a, a dodgy little picture or something. Mm-hmm. You know, really cropped out. You don't see anything at all. <laughs> Generally, just as useless as possible. That's what, that's what my like Fog and ice. That's exactly what I'm feeling. Would, to be honest, fog and ice might be the best if you wanted to, like, if Jarek was trying to be cheeky. Yeah. And trying to, like, make a teaser that'll piss people off. Mm-hmm. Just have, like, a shot of, like, three icicles hanging and then <laughs> fog rolls in. That's absolutely it. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. I would almost oh. be okay with that because it would be I'd, so I'd be a fan. tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek at this point, it's just pissing off whoever's left. It's yeah, like the ship's sorry. going down and they're still taking the piss out of the people that are still on their ship on fire I'm going almost, down. Yeah, I'm almost okay with that though. Like the Titanic could be yeah. sinking, but they're just like, fuck it. We're going down. <laughs> yeah. We're, going down. we're still going to troll them. Screw we're these the idiots. Oh. But I like that. It's a really funny, just from my expectations are so low and just like, they just don't care about those players that have like opened their hearts out to loving this game. Just to oh. see a bunch of icicles getting <laughs> blinded by fog and being like coming that's, that's, soon is, is oh, perfect. That is, that is spot on. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, that's what they do like every time, isn't it? Mostly. Uh, well, that's, when they decide they to market it. Yes. Yeah. When they're feeling up to it. Yeah. Oh, this poor studio. I I don't know how Zombies comes back from from this run of BO4. Do you think they'll even get the chance to make Zombies again in the next game? Oh yeah. yeah. You think yeah, it's that absolutely. easy? Oh okay. Wow. Yeah. Everyone's just that's a total absolutely. They're not gonna go in a whole new direction. Bunch of management's gonna mm-hmm. change hands. They're not gonna be like, you know what? We've done Zombies for ten years. It's time to do something new. They might. No, but I don't think so. Zombies is Treyarch's thing. I don't see it just yeah. going away. Just because yeah, I think it's the one thing that they've been most mm-hmm. consistent with. I mean, compared to everything else, I that's mean, fair. People are pretty up in arms about how they've handled the microtransactions and mm-hmm. multiplayer, and then they did yeah you know, blackout for their third mode. So mm-hmm. zombies is kind of still their staple, as much as they don't treat it like that, which is mm-hmm. still confusing. But mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's kind of their trademark at this point. So mm-hmm. I think they yeah. should stick with it. But we'll see how it goes. That's fair. I want to figure out what day. Okay, so Alpha Omega, the trailer, or the, by trailer I mean the uh, the Ether Returns video, which was the Alpha Omega intro. Yeah, that dropped June twenty eighth. Okay, July 9th was July the release. Ninth that the map came out. So it's two weeks. Three, two, so two three. Was, two. Let's see. So they dropped that on a Friday too, which is crazy actually. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. If we're being honest, it could be like any day now if they're just dropping shit on Fridays. True. Um, and then it was one week plus one, two, three, four. So it was eleven days from when they dropped the trailer to when the oh, map came out. Shit. 
Um, so honestly, timelines are out the window, or the standard timelines are out the window. Oh, uh, just not the 17th. Just not the 17th. Oh, it's going to be the 17th. No way. It's I the think... one day this yeah. month I don't want. Oh, it's going to be around then. What day does yeah. what day does Modern Warfare come out? Uh, October twelfth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth, October twenty fifth. Oh, that's yeah, a, a Friday. Yeah. That's a late one. Yeah. But the the conflict is that there's there's beta weekends the thirteenth and Ooh. the twentieth of September. So those two weekends are the beta. So that's why I've been confused about when they're going to release it because you think there would be a conflict it with, with between putting yeah. it in between the betas. So I feel like I have to put it either before or after. So I think the seventeenth might be pretty safe, actually. What mm-hmm. they could do is if they if they drop the trailer, say uh, Tuesday the third, they could then drop the map Tuesday the tenth, and then that gives them three days of the map to then lead into the beta. Potentially, ooh, then that's you can quick. Promote the beta within Black Ops Four. So that way, as people jump on to play the new DLC, they're reminded that there's a beta dropping for modern warfare in a few days yeah they can advertise it in game i'm not ready sure. i'm not ready if it's the 10th i'm not prepared to to jump in that quickly the 10th that's nine days i know that's too soon too soon i'll have to say goodbye days, all right that's too soon oh, that's true yeah it's september 1st it's terrible and for you it's september 2nd it's even worse i can't believe we're in september <laughs> everyone back to school oh oh or yeah, back to your normal grind oh I can't believe the summer's over. That's nuts to me. Where'd time go? What are you talking about? It's winter, man. <laughs> what do you mean? That's fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like six degrees outside. Cool oh. down, all right? <laughs> well, six Celsius, right? Yeah, six Celsius. That's still pretty warm. Yeah, what is the conversion? Now I gotta now I gotta figure out the conversion because I don't know that it's it's plus thirty two but it's like three fourths okay forty two so chilly but that's still warm your winter's forty two my winter's get negative and the wind chill makes it even worse Ugh. It's, it's just you're in Australia down the down under where it's warm I don't need this yeah, how, dare how dare you pretend it's cold now forty two is cold Let's leave leave my desert island alone all right <laughs> yeah. Desert Island. I in Australia it got colder. It does at night. I guarantee it does at night. Oh yeah, uh, for you, sure. I'm pretty sure you can get frostbite at night if you go to the right places without even changing elevation. That that wouldn't go that far, but oh really? Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah. If the if you're in the right places, yeah, like down the further south you go, the colder it gets. So okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Right now, so. What do you think the title is going to be on the map? Was was Call of the Dead sequel going to be? Do they can they can they do a Call of the or a something of the Dead? I don't think so. I think they're going to do something fancy. They should at this point. It has to be a one word. Yeah, like, it's a conclusion. It's got to be. It's got to be. I don't know what it's going to be as it. like pretentious as possible. End yeah. game. All right. How can we say end game oh, in, in Greek? <laughs> Ten bucks says it's in Latin. End game in Russian. That's a good bug. Latin. Let me get a Latin word generator up. Here we go. Wait. Latin to English. What? What, what is? I should know Latin. End. End is end. Terrific. Thanks, Google. Uh, I, might, I might call it like epilogue or something. Oof. Come on. I like that. 
are they all this is this can't be right Dw- uh epilogue translated from bosnian okay i'm going to a different translator <laughs> called <laughs> suggestions for the map would be um dead of the call i think that would yeah. be a good one <laughs> uh, that's, that's i'm a fan of that i'd dead buy of that the call also um a very icy there place you go. also a very foggy place a bit chilly maybe mm-hmm. how would you say all this? these are top-notch suggestions fin f- chat what do you what do you guys think a good um uh one, one chat, word no nah, you can do whatever whatever you whatever we'll see what the chat says uh fridge well, bowler came up with end of the dead end of the dead that's not I'm horrible to be honest with fall you of, or fall of the dead Hey, sound like call, that one count. That's not bad. Oh, okay. if, if you really wanna, if you really wanna keep with that of the dead, end of the dead, fall of the dead are good ones. Um, mm-hmm. Although haven't they? They've kind of, they've kind of. I think, I think they've ran that of the dead into the ground at this point with call yeah, of the dead, end of night of the dead. Um, Let's see, yeah, Night of the Dead, Blood of the Dead. Genesis the dead, was pretty good. That's uh, not like the dead. predictability wise. It's like it's that's on oh, brand. Yeah. It's not if a we, great we, name, but it's actually, brand, I'm okay. With, well, if we if we if we last had Revelations and yeah. Genesis, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Genesis is the opposite. Yeah, it's echoing the biblical terms and all that type of Transit stuff. Transit bus driver said supply, okay supply drop of the dead. <laughs> uh, Jonathan DeGas said ultimatum. Yeah, Ultimayam, Ultima, Ultimayam okay. uh, is pretty good. Assassin Tuck Forty Two, Call of the Ice and Fog. <laughs> that's good. I one. think that's my favorite so far. I'm a fan of that. Yeah, Call of the Ice and Fog. says Frozen Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. honestly, it could work. It could be the dawn of a new. Because Call of the Dead is frozen, it could be the dawn of a new world for Call of Duty Zombies. Hey, here's David again. I'm rooting dawn for Frozen freeze. Dawn. I want Treyarch to just be a big like, F you to Sledgehammer and be like, fuck it, we're calling our map the Frozen Dawn. Yeah, you wanted to make that ship map? Eat shit about that too. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. A bit harsh. Oh, uh, no, yeah. No. M- Blundell of the Dead. <laughs> uh, Atlantis of the, of the Dead. dead. Night of the Re. <laughs> Denizens of the Dead, Atlantis of the Dead, Die Rise, Tower of the Dead, Transit Bus of the Dead. Oh boy. All right. Well, I think that's about as far as it's going to go. <laughs> Some chilly zone. Chilly zone. Dead, dead of the Dead. <laughs> dead of the Dead. <laughs> that's that, that sounds like a John title that would have him cracking up for hours on end. <laughs> it's a good one. I uh, get it. All right. Well, it's probably going to be Call of the Dead, DLC 4. We've talked, it's going to be some Monty battle, battle part of me. One five gets destroyed and zombies reset. What's what's the next phase, though, for the reboot? What direction do you go to try and spark life back into the zombies community? Where do you go from there? Where are we going from here? Where do we I go? I mean, they could, try, uh, they could try Chaos, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That's going to pay off. Sure. They left that very open. Yeah, you, I'd be interested you, in seeing it. Can you yeah, leave me room too. For an ep- can you leave room for an epilogue with uh, the Victus crew? Yeah, of course. Like they, oh. like you could, you could imagine like the grand, the grand like issues are solved with this map. 
Mm-hmm. But then, like, maybe just a few little loose errands that um, maybe... Okay, so maybe, like, um, like we defeat all the big baddies in this map, and then maybe it's the job of Victus to return the kids back to their place. Or maybe they got to go back and shut down the pylons or something or reactivate the pylons mm-hmm. for, uh, for whatever... Maybe by reactivating the pylons, good. they can return the children back to their original universes, and then um, that opens up the door for a little bonus, uh, like bonus zombie chronicles. This time, just yeah, three. Like, uh, re- yeah, that's what I was yeah, Okay. To me, that's a very zombie chronicle DLCs type of deal. I'm thinking more mm-hmm. next Treyarch title because that's what I'm looking through to at this point. I, I have to look that far ahead to try and see if there's anything I might be interested in playing zombies again. John, just a real quick sidebar. You got me to go get ghosts. I installed it today and I got a, I, we're going to play for a bonus episode. You guys get to see, we're going to play through extinction maps. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I cannot believe. So I did Tim Hansen's first room challenge with Der Eisendrock yesterday, yesterday. And that was fun. It was cool to catch up with Tim and play that. You got to reply to his DMS, John. I'm doing it publicly. Didn't mean to, but now we are go reply to him. You little bastard. He's trying to, he has to try and organize 29 directors. This poor guy. I saw his DM. Yeah. And it's not that I wasn't going to respond. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. fuck you. T- if you're watching this, Tim, fuck you. I don't want to play Dire Eyes with you. <laughs> uh, that's why I didn't answer DM. No, it, what it is is that I didn't have a good answer for him. Okay. So basically, when can we play? Yeah. And my answer would have been, I don't know. Let me get back to you. Yeah. Um, I'll, know, I'll know in like a day or two. All right. Um, so whatever it takes. Didn't. But nope, maybe, not in maybe our day and age. Maybe it would be to say, I don't know, I'll get back to you. Uh, but I'll get back to you, Tim. Don't worry. I, I I know I need to message you back. Fair enough. And this is a free tip, not even to John's criticism. Just if you're ever, especially business-wise, someone reaches out to you <laughs> and you have zero interest, you think the person's a complete dirtbag or you hate them, at the very least, just go, no thanks. All right? Appreciate you giving the offer, but I'm not interested goes a long way towards professionalism. Uh, but back on uh, derail topic, I cannot believe how quickly Ghost installed. Yeah, I, that installed really fast. I, BO3 took me an hour and a half to install everything. I still didn't have all the zombie Easy. maps. And I was getting errors. And I had to, it was it was obnoxious. It took me less than five minutes to put in the game, install the DLCs, and be playing. Wow. What? Yeah. I oh, I only I only installed two of the DLC, but it was fast. I can't. I I this is that may, when we go back to stuff like this, and people are like, "Oh, you're just remembering the old good." Like you're just in nostalgia land. It's just like, no, no, I didn't remember the game just playing and being fast. I I bitched and moaned about BO4. How many button clicks it takes to get into the game just for me to play zombies. I'm already fatigued. Uh, There's a whole science to uh, online marketing and SEO and click-through rates that how long it takes between a click. I mean, if you're not getting it almost instantaneously, you're going to lose the chance of getting someone to click all the way through. And BO4's menu system that people didn't seem to have an issue with, I thought was worse than uh, World War II, which, hot take, real hot take. But regardless... I started playing multiplayer and I went on a like nine or 10 kill streak and the guns feel so real and different. Are people still playing? Are people still, how, thousand, how thousand people were playing multiplayer. We're online. 
So you pretty much only just play like one playlist. TDM. Yep. I couldn't. I wanted to play Cranked. That's the only reason I was like, oh, I was curious to see mm. how the old games go. Is it nostalgia? And just feeling around that game, it made me like, do I give Modern Warfare a chance because of how much I. I miss the old Call of Duty style and play, but it's not going to be that way because microtransactions are going to change how you rank up and progress inside oh, this game. Definitely. There was that super fast interview on Sony and they or a GameSpot, one of them do it, where it's like 120 questions real quick. And they did one with Corey. Uh, is it Belrog? No, that's that's Ball. What's his name? It's not Belrog. It's Balog. 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 Yeah. Yes, because it's it's not the Lord of the Rings. It's different, but it's spelled very similar. Um, yes. But he did one God of War, and I was like, oh, it's super cool. And then I saw the Modern Warfare one with the head of Modern Warfare who worked for Respawn then came back. Super interesting. Really recommend it. Made me a little bit of hype, but that's what these are for, the marketing trains, promotion trains to get people excited for the game. But when they talk yeah. about microtransactions, man, oh, man, were his answers w- way way less than not way okay it it caused more concern than put me to rest like the way he responded was like oh that sounds worse what could you could have just said they're in the game and i would have been like yeah whatever but the way you were dancing around it would made me go like oh no so yeah so awful awful derail the nostalgia of ghosts was absolutely fascinating where was the original topic because i did have a way of branching it back bringing up ghosts. the original topic was just dlc4 and what we think of when we think or no uh future zombies future zombies so so that's why when i'm looking at extinction and looking back at other call of duties how does treyarch try and recapture either the simplicity or the way the games worked in a synergetic addictive progressive way progressing as in leveling up um how do they get that back into zombies and still make it something that the community will come back to that's what i'm most curious about i think a good first step would be stripping back zombies Mm -hmm. i think simplifying the process Mm -hmm. um get rid of a lot of these upgrade quests get rid of a lot of these like four wonder weapons on the map Mm -hmm. yeah or maybe just throw it in the box make it easy and not in the easy sense that like everybody can play and you get to around a billion, but just make it simple. Mm-hmm. You know, like keep it simple, stupid. What yeah. do you guys think? What would be a good first step to for I guess the next Treyarch map? Um, I don't know. That might work, but I don't think you really can recapture what once was. Sure. I think they're better off just trying to uh try something new. Maybe mm-hmm. go for like maybe a similar like a to extinction route, like a single like progressing level or something that would be cool like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you could have more space for dialogue and quests that make sense do you think that criticism though falls on Treyarch like we tried something new this game and you guys hated it so we got to go back to doing what we used to do did they did they try anything new in this game like what's what's a lot they didn't they try like they completely no, overhauled the perk system. They completely changed oh, yeah. how you can do your like your equipment is completely changed. The gobble gum system to elixir system was overhauled. The specialist weapons were overhauled. They changed a, a lot of the core mechanics. Now remake wise, that's the different argument. I'm not talking about 
reusing assets. I'm talking like gameplay mechanics. They really did overhaul in a way that didn't benefit the majority of players and how they liked it. Obviously, there is a crowd that absolutely adores this. There is a people that swear by BO4 and absolutely love that game, and that's totally fine. But you can see the interest isn't there. Clearly, what those type of players like isn't what the original communities liked. Is that yeah. good or bad? You know, maybe it's time for the game to grow to new people. That's criticisms I want to throw Perhaps. out there. I think playing around with game modes could be a first start with that. Okay. You know, like if if maybe at the release of Black Ops 5, they had like five or six different game modes. Mm-hmm. And they just Jesus. ran with whatever one the community latched onto. Uh, that's certainly or like a survey way of doing it sure or or doing that in black ops 4 like over the course of um the off season over the course of the off season just sprinkling in a few game modes here and there and just seeing how people respond to them mm-hmm. yeah that'd be smart but we'll see what happens i guess mm-hmm. another one chat brought up was the point system how it went from a damage point mm-hmm point system oh, to a yeah. bullet based yeah that is I guess that was that's such a still baffling decision to change that that's something no one asked for and they're like we're gonna yeah. do this especially you when never... the damage falls off at later rounds you could start losing points it's yeah, just exactly. i don't get it i don't get where the fun or the logic came i, mean, I guarantee there is so i guarantee like, if we makes... go and talk to them there the devs will be like well we made this decision because of x y and z because they don't just randomly pull levers and be like this is how we're making the game i guarantee they have a thought process and i just i can't see it from a player standpoint i mean it makes sense from like a balance perspective so you don't like progress Mm -hmm. through the map too quickly of like a dodgy little smg that does two damage but it's like it's it's still like dodgy and that is something that they should have kept in the game and at least kept the original way Mm-hmm. Well, they, they don't want you generating a lot of points. Is that what you're going for early on? Yeah, like that. Yeah, like you could like remember on Kino, you could buy the uh, Spectre off yeah, the yeah. wall in like the first room or yeah. the second room, and then you could use that to you line them all up and you just shoot them all with like a single mag and just get a bu- bunch of points for mm-hmm. as little ammo as possible. Mm-hmm. So I guess they were that attempting game. to change up that gameplay on launch yeah. and completely gave up on that when they gave us overpowered elixirs and just said, we don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that really just flew out the window. Yeah, but if you bring up that perspective, I can see where they were trying to change that up. And opinion-based, my opinion is, I, I again, I don't see that as a thing where the people that would be shoot five times a knife trying to point maximize, I, yeah, I don't exactly. think there's anything wrong with that to begin with. But, no, there is but, nothing wrong with that. But if that's what their thought process is, that's a fair thought process of trying to change up how players understand and play zombies. To be honest, I, I, most I, oh, go on. My bad. Oh, you're fine. I was just gonna say real quick that I do think it does help uh, balance with like weapon selection because mm-hmm. it allows you to use like single shot weapons like snipers and shotguns that but often not used in the past because they couldn't build points. There you go. And now you just you the same equality chance mm-hmm. of getting points with those types of weapons rather than just getting a SMG that's gonna put a bunch of bullets and zombies and get yeah, points. It's more skill based shotgun. now. You, there you, you go. You don't you know in traditional so, I, I do like it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Say that again, John? I think yeah it's exactly right. Like in early rounds you don't want strong weapons. You want as weak a weapon as possible so you can just turn the zombies into bullet sponges, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Like that's and why that the fourteen Shout out to the M14 gang um, is the better choice <laughs> over the Olympia. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. Those mm-hmm. games, yeah. Points from it. 
That makes, I, I think that, that makes sense. in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it really affected much of the gameplay in the long run. Like this, it really to didn't. The point. Mm, I think there's uh, a lot no. of the op, like the people who optimize the game would argue, and high yeah. rounds completely perhaps, is pointless. Like I'm gonna be honest, when I play zombies, I don't really think too much about like as I switch from game to game. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, it doesn't really affect my thinking that Black Ops Four has a different point system than the rest of zombies. Um, and I think they did patch out a bit of that problem where people were losing points in the higher rounds. Losing, yes, but it slows it down. So now you're not going to be able to use as many traps as you once would based on the old system to get to higher rounds. Yeah. Pack-a-punching five times is now you got to go way longer They to get that damage that you would get in previous games. You would not only be able to earn points faster, but you also got to do it five times. So the game was constantly yeah. slowing down players to get stuff in map while giving you everything you need to start the map with your specialist weapons and your wraith fires and your shotgun. See, I think, I think, I think when you, when you say all that and it, you put it like point by point, I think it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right, but I don't actually think it affects much of the game to get much. Sure. No, like, I mean, it's, it's fair. A prob- it's a fair it's a perspective. Problem on paper, but it's not actually a problem in practice. I think to 99% of players, mm-hmm. like I don't, it's, it's not the kind of thing that like, like of of the list of decisions in Black Ops Four that may have been good or bad, I don't think this one really registers that highly on either scale of good or bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me, I found it mostly inconsequential to day to day gameplay. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I to be fair, I didn't notice it until I started playing it a lot more for yeah. open lobbies and everything. So that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely a lot more skill based now. Mm-hmm in terms of damage mm-hmm. i think for the it, it is better to, the older system's better for higher rounds but this yeah. one's better for like those high rounds actually meaning something because you can't just spray a tommy gun into a horde and use a trap to kill everything yeah now it's optimizing your specialist weapons your rocket launcher and what is yeah. it called i can't believe hellfire hell what is uh, the, wraith fire. Wraith fire. Wraith fire, but what's the helium salvo right yes yeah, yeah. That's the launcher, yeah. Yep. All right. And I do like I do like the idea that you know it doesn't de incentivize de incentivize stronger weapons at the start of games. You know. Yeah. Now you want to use the most overpowered stuff, but yeah. Okay. But that also means that there's no reason to not use the Mog Twelve now, mm-hmm. considering that outperforms like every other weapon except for like the Strife, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you guys have just go leading into this like final DLC? Are there any like any things from Call of the Dead that you want specifically brought over into this map, assuming it is Call of the Dead remake? Like for you guys, any like top features or just things you'd want implemented or brought back? Um, I think it'd be, be cool just to get some form of the scavenger back. Um, just because mm-hmm. that's just such a unique wonder weapon. Maybe they rebalance or change how it performs. I don't know, but that's mm-hmm. one unique thing to like Call scavenger, like. I'd be happy to see like a scavenger mark too. Yeah, that'd be neat. Mm-hmm. Or give us the base cool. scavenger, but then like throw a few little parts in the map to upgrade it. Like give us maybe steal the uh, the silver bullets idea and turn them into like maximum explosive bullets or high high octane explosive bullets or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And then that upgrades your scavenger to make it stronger. That's not bad, yeah. Pretty nifty. What about you, Royce? Any ideas or things you want back? Um, I think it'll be cool to have like a like in classified, like 
you just see like Danny, like locked in, like Danny Trejo locked in a closet or something, mm-hmm. and you could like melee the wall and he could talk to you and stuff. Oh yeah, like like also in Alpha Omega. Yeah, I think that'd I really... be a nice little like throwback and twist. I really do hope they uh, they reached out to him in some capacity because it seems like he's working with Call of Duty because they were able to get him to come back from Blackout. Yeah, exactly. I don't know so how I don't that imagine. works. So. Yeah. Like, can you can you can you just use that Danny Trejo model because you've already used it in a previous game, or do you have to get permission to use his likeness again? I'd be mm-hmm. I don't actually know how that works legally. It's probably in the contract that would it would specifically state. Yeah, it's probably a case by case basis. It wouldn't be one of those things that you can just um, use whenever you want. Yeah, you, or it's not like standardized. You're not going to be able to be like, I'll use it indefinitely forever your your likeness most <laughs> actors are gonna <laughs> have a few words to say about something like that yeah yeah most actors probably wouldn't be happy with it, but i'd also imagine from treyarch's perspective they'd be like all right well if we're gonna get this model let's try to make sure we can always use this model you know? yeah we're gonna spend twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars making a model we better be able to yeah, repurpose like, it like like from the actor's mm-hmm. perspective they don't want their face just being used in anything without them having a say yeah. but from treyarch's yeah. perspective if they're gonna put the time in to make Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. they're not just gonna want it to be a one-off thing. I mean, they do, and it's all often these guys have been one-off things, but I'm sure they would like the option. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it his voice in Blackout as well? That I actually don't. Or is know. it just his play? I believe it is because they, there's the, the quote about George about missing George that Houston told me about, but I'm not certain if it is because I have not played mm-hmm. it. I'm not gonna to pretend to say yes. It's definitely his voice. I don't yeah, know if they got a replacement factor or, or whatnot. Hmm. His voice, and I could, I could imagine them re-recording lines, and then yeah, uh, that always, be... and that would make sense for him to be in Call of the Dead. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool if they shoved him into the old Call of the Dead room where the original characters. Yes, were. yes. Like put put him in the Ultimus room, and he's trapped in there. Yeah, that'd be pretty nifty. Well, the thing I'm hoping comes back, and maybe just twist it a little bit, the flipper and the zip lines. But like, there's multiple places you can zip line from, and to new locations that maybe you unlock an like, Easter egg. Oh, oh, the, like flip, the flipper was fun. I like the flipper. And the flipper kind of like revelations. You can flip into drops or perks if you enable certain stuff. So you mm-hmm. jump through the air and you can pick something up in the air. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I feel like those are fun twists they could bring back that we smile about. We've seen these mechanics before, but in a way that we we didn't. Th- quite think of like that happens quite often uh, whenever there's yeah, a new yeah. map where you're like oh i never thought of it that way yeah okay it might not be new but uh, to put a twist on it okay all right sure let's see where this goes and i think those I might like it with be the good zip, ones zip line if you could choose your drop location mm-hmm. so you could zip line if you want from the top of the lighthouse all yep. the way down to the ship mm-hmm. or you can choose to like oh the zip line halfway across and land in that big open courtyard area where you would train or land on a certain section of the ship mm-hmm if you did the zip line, I think it was from the top of the boat all the way to uh did it go to the ground or did it go where did that one go? From the top of the, the boat. Back of the boat. Which top one? of the boat? Did that go to the ground, I think. Top of the boat went to spawn. Lighthouse spawn, went yeah. to the back of the boat. Yeah, okay. So maybe you do the maybe you do the drop from the top of the boat to the spawn, but you realize that maybe the spawn isn't the optimal location. Maybe there's a drop in the water. You instead let go halfway through the zip line and land in the water instead of on the ground. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun ways to get around. Uh, that's what makes or breaks maps uh, to like that next level of being like an all-time classic is transportation. Transit suffered horribly from not being able to get around fast, 
places like Doris and DE, you can get around exceptionally fast, and that helps make yeah. the map very good. What holds Origins back sometimes, but it's still mm-hmm. debatably the best map ever for some people, um, is because it can take so long. If you don't have things right in the a gramophone in the right location, running from spawn to church can be like a two to three minute nonstop running of boredom yeah. in, in Origins. Yeah, that's, just, that's not... So it's something to consider, and that would be a, a really good addition if you could break off zip lines in certain locations, speed up where you're trying to go around the map. Yeah. I'm hoping, to this week to jump into uh, Call of the Dead in uh, Noclip, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of curious to see what there is to work with, because I actually don't know. There, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. I've no clipped it many, many times, and it's that wall is still a strange texture they never answered. It's like some bird thing inside the wall. It just seemed, I think they talked about it, it just came out weird. Uh, but there's a texture right in spawn. You look in the wall, people theorize that forever. And they just said that was like a corrupt texture, I'm pretty sure. We asked yeah. them, but they could always spin it a different way because that's what they love to do. Uh, the yeah. sub is cool in the light. So I, I definitely encourage that. The Vril device actually pops out of a teleporter at the top of the lighthouse. The teleporter, uh, you know, the. the animation they throw in front of your face when you play the game and you teleport it teleports you to a box it moves the character player character to a box outside the map with just a spinning the teleporter thing you always see like in Doris that blue purple screen and all those things yeah. happen that just perpetually going that actually gets spawned in uh during the easter egg when you trigger the steps kill the guy he goes up there and just poops out the vril device and then i'm like <laughs> oh it's not waiting at the lighthouse for some reason it gets teleported from the top of the lighthouse down for that sequence so they might be able to do something fun with that and have a play on that yeah. in the next map mm-hmm. well i just want to say real quick that concept mm-hmm. that johnny mentioned earlier of hopping off of the zip line that mechanic is kind of already in black ops 4 with uh teleporting on voyage yep you can hop down yeah. mid teleport so yeah great great point with the zip lines. absolutely it's there. Yeah. The encoding's there. It's not don't have to repurpose it too much then too. And they love recycling. Were, we able to, were you able to shoot when we were on the zip lines? I don't think we were. Yes, we were, but you couldn't reload. Yes. Oh yeah. So that was a pain. I'm sure they'll work that out. I hope so. Yeah, it's I mean just, I think there's just something badass about riding on the zip line and shooting <laughs> your guns. Even if it's not no, like scary. an actual efficient way to kill the zombies. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was All like right. uh, fixing the Coca-Colas in this game. When you're drinking them, you can run and shoot. Terrific. I mean, that, that stuff, mm-hmm. it, those are the good additions to the game that yeah. they constantly try and keep you in the action. It's so strange where certain things in BO4 are keep you in the action while other things are purposely there to slow down the game, replayability, because we're going to purposely <laughs> put roadblocks up. It's, it's just yeah. it's it's, weird. There's a lot of weird trade-offs. Yeah. And it doesn't make a lot of Ah, just yeah. weird. Do you want to do topics? Upper... Oh, sorry. I just want to say, yeah, I hope sure. the upper level of the lighthouse is better integrated into the map. Sure. Um, Maybe you can go into the mountain. The lighthouse, besides, you know, Deadshot was up there, but nobody ever bought Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the mystery box, mm-hmm. and that was one of the worst mystery box locations to get. So you had this, you had this section of the map that, like, you really tried not to go to, I felt like. Mm-hmm. And sure, you had that zip line up there, which allowed you to escape. But I, I'm hoping if they do... What? And a radio. Just Yeah. Oh, and a radio. That's the only reason you go up there. <laughs> yeah. So like other than like those three specific things, there's not much to do up there. I'd like it if they gave you a better reason to go up there, go up there more consistently. Mm-hmm. Maybe put a little bit more open space um so that you can actually move around. 
Because the thought process there is like, well, if the mystery box is there, I'm not going until the round is over. We're going to die up there. Yeah, especially because George will trap you. That's one of the big criticisms I had is I'm a player that really loved camping, and camping can be a lot of fun. The gameplay you're seeing right now is back-to-back Shangri-La up to level 30 or 40. That's so much mm-hmm. fun. I love camping in these games. If if they could work out the lighthouse to be a camping spot mm-hmm. and then give you a zip line to escape, that would be great. Well, they can. What broke camping in Call of the Dead was George Romero. He had so much health that there was no way you mm-hmm. could ever camp in a location. You had to constantly be running. And then that gets into mm-hmm. the exo-zombie problem where you couldn't take in the map. You couldn't have a break to just calm down and look i didn't get to enjoy yeah. call of the dead till i was no clipping god mode just uh, modding so then you get the dual thunder guns and blow george away and he never <laughs> respawns you then get a chance to look around at this map they put all this time into go like oh i get it i get what they were going for that's really cool mm-hmm. yeah so should we do topic time yeah or? sure let's go into topic time i don't believe Top. there's anything else there was yeah i'm trying to think of the other there's another industry related stuff that would have been cool to bring up but borderlands 2 is coming out two unknown games were hits as well those are all right around the corners like like when does borderlands comes out september right borderlands 3 uh, gears 5 is coming out soon too i gotta look it up Border. oh we forgot to mention it on the show but i did mention it in the patreon or in the patreon page yeah but we're doing uh we're doing august's patron call after the show today yep so we're kind of doing like a post-show chill hangout for an hour or so so if you are watching the show be sure to stick around after the fact if you're a patron and jump into the call absolutely um, so you can hang out with us after the show september 13th borderlands 3 if there were things that we brought up on the show that you wanted to share your own points and ideas for you can do that or anything like that yeah um tell us what idiots we are power <laughs> outage says if dlc4 isn't called it every remaster, what would you want to see a london map for the finale perhaps or great sure. war origins remastered not great war not origins remastered not atlantis i mean there's no hype for an atlantis map it would be such you do it dirty it's just like oh you just threw it in to try and get eyes that's like the walking dead when they're like all right we're gonna kill a main character because no one's watching anymore we need those ratings (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. london i think the idea for london is dead isn't it yes but in london get reworked into dead of the night yeah london or paris i'd still be fine for those though i mean he said if it isn't I, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Uh, Any original map would be cool at this point. Yeah, I guess Atlantis True. would feel like a half measure. Um, <laughs> what about you guys? Were there any locations you still are holding out for? Not particularly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, as much as I want a unique experience for the conclusion of zombies, it just doesn't seem feasible at this point. Um, at least, yeah, anything that would fit in the storyline that's map you'd be like london or paris or something like that mm-hmm. yeah yeah i say like yeah as much as i want an atlantis map i think that would be something better done with the chaos i guess yeah. discussed extensively chaos, be better chaos gives them more freedom you know if they did atlantis now they have to do atlantis but in the context of what they've already built towards you know mm-hmm. yeah, a little bit more of an open slate yeah it wouldn't fit well for dlc4 mm-hmm Chiefbo says thoughts on the rise of the Skywalker trailer. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'm not. I decided I'm not. I watched the first. Is one. this I'm the real watching. poster? I got to show you this. I was watching the I nerd crew. It came one. up. Wait, wait. A uh, rise of Skywalker poster. The first I've reaction. The poster. No, that can't be it. It's a, it's a teaser poster. 
This can't be the real poster. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I don't think that's the movie poster. I think it's a teaser. It's a teaser, but it's, it says it's poster like it. revealed. Uh, this is this is the. I mean, they they were even saying no in the in the red letter media thing. This is the real one, and they even took a toy. They proved that it was mm -hmm. a toy in the background. It's not even a real, the real Ian, the actor that plays Palpatine. It it they just took a toy and lowered yeah, the opacity. Looks, this looks that's great. Yeah, the Emperor looks bad in this. Um, I didn't watch the trailer. I'm, I decided I'm just not going to watch the trailer. I'm just going to wait to see the movie. It's uh, not worth watching the trailer. It's just so... I mean, 80% of the trailer is just like a clip show of the old movies. I, I If you watched it, I was waiting for you to be like, oh, another damn clip show. Uh, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't watch it. Uh, I won't be watching this opening night. I just can't. I can't really? watch Star Wars anymore. I just got to let it go. Oh. oh, the Ray thing. It's it's one of two ways. Like if they Ryan Johnson, like everyone thought it was going to be a, a, a change. So for John who hasn't seen it, doesn't want to go blind, I'm going to speak around it a bit. But if it's literally like the Ryan Johnson thing where he shows you everything and there's no twists in his trailer, it's going to be potentially more interesting than what everyone thinks is a twist that is a pretty obvious twist because JJ has it back. And if he does another echo of episode six, then it's probably mm. just that sequence like we saw in episode six all over again. But... I, I I don't know. And then the Mandalorian is on. It looks all right. It's on Disney Plus, but just like I don't know, mm. Star Wars man. Every I, I, I've lost bad, everything. Though. He's Obi Wan's gonna get TV series. It's just all TV series on Disney Plus. Nothing but TV mm -hmm. series now is this our is future. Really going hard on the on the on the TV series. There's so many. I I does Miss Marvel have one too? I I couldn't even tell yeah, what was a so. parody and what was real when they start naming up. Pardon me, naming off shows for Disney Plus. I couldn't. I had no idea what was an actual like Avengers thing because there's at least three, potentially there's four, more, I think. at least Marvel ones on there. She Hulk, Miss Marvel, and I forget the third. Oh, but there's Doctor there's Strange there's or uh, what's her name? There's Loki. There's the Scarlet Loki, Witch one. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. What if they announced yeah. one? I can't remember the name uh, of it. Hawkeye, it's just so much it's so overwhelming it's it's tough to take it in stride at this point and and not be like oh my god what so that's yeah, where star wars has kind of gotten to me the whole universe got uh, a bit out of hand with the last jedi and it's never brought me back since so there you go you brought it up you brought up the old <laughs> star wars on me i don't have ill will towards it though it's just one of those things where just like uh, they they rob my passion. It's like I get more excited about zombies than I do Star Wars. <laughs> Jeez, that's fair. Uh, Retro Sheep Eight <laughs> says, uh, "What happened to the premise giveaways? There hasn't been one since April. That's the last thread I saw. Um, we had to do away with them because mm -hmm. they go against Patreon's terms of services. Yep. Uh, they don't they don't like giveaways so at all. Want to get Period. With Patreon, so we had to yep. get rid of that." We got a DM and they were warning they'd terminate our Patreon. So, <laughs> okay, uh, that has to go, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So, apologize for that. Uh, that was that's a Patreon terms of servicing. Uh, Red X Field or Redfield X or no, Redfield 13. Says, hey, Claire, if you could choose any zombie location to revisit 
in an expanded form besides VO4 revisits of Call of the Den, Die Rise, what would it be and why? Personally, I'd love Shangri-La in its prime. Primus could have made a visit during their time in the Great War. Sure. It'd be interesting to see like an enslaved Shangri-La. Like if you have like the people of there under Richtofen's command, you have like a maniacal Richtofen just running it. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be cool. That'd be pretty and you're there actually. like as it falls apart. That would be interesting. Like, yeah. Think like Indi- Think like Indiana Jones when they're in that like that temple and they see all like the child laborers working. Absolutely. No. Like, that... In this case, mm-hmm. it's the enslaved like real people or not real people, but inhabitants of Shangri-La. Yeah, that's a front runner by far. You expand Shang. I mean, all the area down the waterfall. Imagine if you could take the waterfall down to just the forest. Or you realize you're on Mars. Ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. I, I, all that. Uh, Shang is definitely a front runner. Uh, I, I, if they didn't do Doris to death, I think an expanded Doris, especially going under layers and above layers into stuff. The the zombie factory has so much potential for experimentation, hidden rooms, and all that crazy Nazi experiments. The floating devices of the uh, the bell and die Glock. There, there, there's so much yeah. you could jam pack in there. Even the rocket technology, like they did in DE. So that's why DE is like the expanded Doris. That's probably why I like it so much. So. I, I guess that Chang is just such a better option. It's just such a better option with what you could do with an expanded Chang. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Doris would be interesting if they did it like cutscenes. You know, mm-hmm. like if we had like video clips of Doris in a tie-dye. Sure. Yeah. Instead it, of cool like, animations. You know how you know how World War Two included um, like there were like video diaries from uh, from whatever his name was. Straub. Or it's yeah. yeah. Like and so we just had like. Max's personal video logs from like he's vlogging in the Yeah, that'd be <laughs> like, fun. Like Maxis is there with the camera and it's he's like, What's up guys? Welcome uh to my vlog. Today we're gonna be uh we're gonna be teleporting this dog and seeing what happens. Obviously, As you see Rick off into the background, like fighting over a spleen with the monkey. <laughs> That's the tone you're going for right now. <laughs> uh that would be interesting. Uh AHL says favorite video game story. Doesn't have to be Call of Duty related. I really like The Last of Us. I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn, Bioshock One, and Infinite, plus the DLCs. Story wise, those are those are some. Sly Cooper Two was awesome. I really like that storyline. Uh, Infamous One and Two, those were great, especially Infamous One. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. Bioshock's up there. Yeah. What about you guys? Any any jump out as a top just um, game storyline? I recently played, uh, yeah, Uncharted and Infamous for the first mm. time, and yeah, they were really good to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally don't want to say Uncharted, just like watching a movie, kind of. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you could say that. You definitely, like, it's not like uh, Until Dawn, watching a movie where you're literally like just like pressing buttons and timing yeah. stuff. <laughs> you do have to be active in the world, solve puzzles and all that. But it's like but, a but, Steven no, obviously Spielberg you're film. You're active in the world, but it's like it's like it's like an interactive movie. Almost. Yeah, it's definitely paced mm-hmm. like a movie. Yes, on like mm-hmm. the way the characters yes. talk to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you would watch somebody play, if you were to sit down and watch somebody play Uncharted, it'd be like watching an action movie. Yes, absolutely would agree with that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Monty says favorite song. His is Aicha's Daily Pup, Daily Duppy. Do you guys uh, know Daily Duppy? I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not know a music guy. I can't say I do. Daily um, Duppy. Okay, I don't know this one. Yeah, more um, of a more Falco guy myself, personally. 
<laughs> a Falco guy? Yeah. What does that mean? He's a, you know, Austrian oh, superstar, pop star, in ah, real hit. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know this person. Well, he did, uh, yeah. Rock me, Amadeus. Oh, yeah. There you go. I don't know if I have a favorite song. I go with that. Yeah, I don't. Probably something for Panic. That's so hard to pick a favorite song. Right? There's there's so many, and you go through phases, and I'm the person that plays it to death and never wants to hear it, and then falls back in love again with it like a year later. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, rediscovering pick. songs is always fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Ultimate Noob 23 says, do you have a favorite teacher? Mm, yep. I certainly did. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I did. Man. Oh, okay, but they're still alive. Like you, in that yes, type of deal. Because yes, oh. you made it sound like yeah, okay. <laughs> and that phrasing, I was just like, Apologies. ooh, because I would still consider mine. Like I still have them; they're still around. But I've probably yeah. had about five or six teachers that I've I've absolutely adored in my time. Um. I'll name their subjects because I don't really want you to know. Could you look them up and find the places they went to? But there was a history yeah, teacher. I, I, don't, I yeah. don't really feel like naming people by name. I had a I, history teacher, a sociology teacher, and a uh, business teacher. Those are like the three that were just made such a huge difference in my life. Yeah, I had a TV teacher I was pretty close with back in high school. Um, probably be probably be one of my favorites um i am that duck too says have you guys ever played through borderlands one or two yep. and are you excited for borderlands three nope. i'd love to see you guys play through a co-op series yeah we could do that for a bonus episode i played about like halfway through borderlands two um, i thought it was fun i just never finished it it just got long it is very long it's a looter shooter though so pacing problems I think I put like 20 to 30 hours into it and I was only like halfway done. So I'm like, ah, then I just never finished it. It was it was one of the first games, though, I picked up on PC. Mm -hmm. So I kind of use it as my introduction to keyboard and mouse. Well, good place to start, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I, I think single player games are a good place to just get the bearings for keyboard and mouse or really just any type of control setup. Yep. Because you're playing at your own pace and you can adjust the difficulty. Whereas like if yeah, you exactly. Jump, if your first PC game is CSGO, you're fucked. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Or Team Fortress 2. Yeah. You know, oh, you're really any kind of like Twitch shooter that needs like precise movements or motions or anything. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Gary's mod. Um, what about you? Do you guys have any experience in the Borderlands series? Um, yeah, I played through the first one. Oh, uh, yeah, I played through both of them like a while ago. And then I, yeah, I recently played through the first one again when they remade it. Mm hmm. I tried to play the Borderlands 2, like, new DLC, but mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I just couldn't get into it. That I, I, I've got a lot of problems with Borderlands 2, and it definitely hasn't aged as well as I thought it would. Mm -hmm. mm. How old is it at this point? I feel similar to that. Older. I thought, it, I thought yeah. it was older. Uh, like, I, yeah, playing it again, it, it's, yeah. it's got some terrible pacing issues, and, yeah, it's especially, not fun to get into. Especially if it's by yourself. It's like... Yeah. It's just grinding. It's like, why? And this era has made what was so fun about that horrible. Like, oh, yeah. we, we're living what used to make that so unique and fun at times because that wasn't something overdone in games. 
playing pre-sequel i played through all pre-sequel i played through all borderlands 2 i played through all three or four of the dlcs in borderlands 2 and i watched a let's play of uh borderlands 1 i wanted to see if it was worth going back and it didn't look like it was worth going back uh, the series I, I enjoy it but it's definitely i'm surprised how people have gravitate gravitated towards uh actually influencer wise not so much people but how yeah. influencers have gravitated mm-hmm. towards borderlands 3 to be like this saves youtube it's like <laughs> i would not go that far i feel like this is gonna be another month of interest and then fortnite's still gonna be chugging away just fine yeah potentially yeah i'll enjoy it yeah, but it's gonna be fun. Roger Sheep said, "Imagine a time when somebody says their first zombie map is the Final Reich." <laughs> Where's Rizzo? Somebody, somebody call Rizzo right now. I think he's just celebrated. <laughs> uh, also, apparently, 100 Thieves will not be competing in competitive COD 2020 in 2020. Mm, that's an interesting move. I wonder why. Yeah, Politics can't because of the buy-in to, for a franchise spot is so expensive. It's like oh, 20, 000, $20 million. Oh. $20 million for a franchise? Yeah, it's really expensive. Wow. Oh, they just like changed that. the ownership, too, of esports and Activision. I just mm-hmm. heard that. Yeah. It's yeah. Not anymore. yeah. I feel like... The team like Hunter Thieves can't... can't doesn't mean they don't have the capital. They're relative. Uh, I feel like in the, world of, in the world of esports... I feel like because the barrier to entry, like in terms of actual physical infrastructure and stuff, is so low mm-hmm. that, like, I don't understand why you need to have such a high, um, such a high franchise fee. Prize pools? Uh, yeah, I guess. But I like the idea of like an amateur team or whatever just being good enough and working their way into actual tournaments. You know. Completely agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the wayside now with this franchise. Yeah, now I guess it's more like if you're good, hopefully you get picked up by a good franchise. Oh, shit. Exactly. Oh, shit. How many outs are there? My dad just texted me. If you're a Houston Astros fan, I'm sorry I'm going to jinx you. Justin Verlander Uh has a no-hitter through eight. Oh, shit. He's about to pitch a no-hitter. Oh, bottom nine. I don't know. Oh, it's a it's it's. Oh, I gotta see if there's a walk. I gotta see if there's a walk. <laughs> oh man, oh man, where where's the box what score? Team, what team is this? Houston Astros versus the Toronto Blue Jays right now. Perfect games don't happen. Let me see. Uh, so Blue rare. Jays. Yep, there's one walk. Biggio walked second baseman. So it's just a no hitter. Ah, he was one batter away from a perfect game. But he'll probably. Uh, now that I've talked about it, let's see if he uh, blows it in the ninth. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's fascinating. All right, well that's that's exciting for them. That's what I always wondered. If you're mm-hmm. batting in a perfect game, yeah, like the ninth inning, yep. Do you try to break the perfect game, or do always, you just... always, you never want to be the team that got. It makes you, yeah, it makes you horrible. It's like, yeah, you got no hit. You're all you're trying to do is break that up because it's embarrassing that your team got beat and even more so if it's like their score it's two nothing it's like we can win if we just get one guy in base and hit a home run which has happened plenty of times and people throwing no hitters in perfect games like we can still win the game why would we give up mm-hmm. yeah i'm watching it now but nate shot has a i can't watch it now just because we're on the show but nate shot has a video explaining that uh 
why they won't be involved in ah, Call of Duty. Okay. That guy, man, what an entrepreneur. That guy it's, is a trailblazer. It's a shame that like, someone like Nate Shot has to, be able sure. to do it because, I mean, that's where he got his start in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And obviously, mm-hmm. he has become much larger than just Call of Duty. So, you know, they can play in more than just that game, but it's a shame. Uh, I'm reading yeah. the article, try to see if I can figure out the reasons, but I'm not entirely sure. Um, but they're getting support for it. That's good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Two outs away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that sorry, that's so super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, donor questions we got to get into. David Kirk donated yeah. an hour ago and says, "Are you training for that starting room uh, in DE?" Already did it with my guy. I totally didn't train whatsoever. Didn't know it wasn't uh, uh, non megas. It was only classics. So when the Panzer came, that was something else. I forgot it even came at round 12. Um, and I'm curious what your thoughts are on the game Life is Strange. I finished the, uh, the first game and been obsessed with the, and the music. I've heard that ton of times, that that is something I need to check out for its story it has an absolutely excellent story so thanks again david that's like uh four maybe five weeks in a row you've been donating with uh 999 pounds so you're amazing uh, jonathan but it doesn't i don't think it's spelled the same way and it's also a donation in nok what is what what currency is that uh. nok Give me your best smile, Reed. Oh, man. Norwegian. Norwegian. Oh, well, thank you so much. That's okay. We got Norwegian viewers? That's so cool. And also, I feel like that's a little bit on the other side, like, give your best smile. Isn't that like, uh, uh, I wish you smiled more type of... No, I'm not going to get into that. Forget it. Anyway, Mr. Drown donates. (laughs) Uh, Good afternoon, gentlemen. Start December off right and stay hydrated. And no, despite my name, I do not want you to drown yourselves. Stay safe and have a great productive week. Ah, you're the best. You're the best, Mr. Drown. Um, Mm -hmm. Kel Fried Chicken donated one pound through chat. Thank you, my guy. Uh, Flax, would you have fans on Zombros? Look at this episode! Yes, we would. No, I'm not a fan, actually. Let me off. That's, you know... It... Fine, we didn't even want you on here, anyway. <laughs> you know, people Jeez. people could, in theory, not be fans paid to get on here just to, to give us hell. So, I mean, that's... That'd be an interesting strategy. I mean, you know, I feel like some of them do, though. <laughs> people love to hate uh, in the sense of hate-watching Netflix. That's that's a big marketing thing where people to support some spicy uh, series that'll come out and people will hate-watch it or support-watch it and not even care about the content. It's just because they want to politicize whatever type of media is being put out there in this day and age. That's bizarre. Yeah. Back to that interview with the IW guy, uh, head, he's like, we're, we're not making any political statements. We're just making games, so please stop. <laughs> and it's like, yay! It's nice to hear that. It's nice to hear more people start to say, like, this isn't about politics. We're just making yeah. games. That's very refreshing. Yeah. The Oh, actually, I saw an interview. My, my good friend, well, my friend Kevin, he's one of my, I met him through my sister's friend's and this, he sent me a link through uh, the audio guide. It's super interesting. It's like an hour keynote speech about audio mixing for Doom. And he put in he little Easter eggs into the sound. And he, you had to go through this super complex process. I guess it wasn't as complex. But you really had to figure it out. That there was something there to find out that the pentagram and 666, when you run it through the 
what do they call it when you can see the audio waves and it makes oh. I know you're talking I about Okay, as yeah. long as you know what I'm talking about. Um, about yeah. It would be a 666, pentagram, 666, pentagram. And he's talking about like he had to fill the space. Uh, it didn't sound just right for the audio. So he's like, ah, I pulled my wife in here. I thought that was hilarious. And he's like, guess what? Well, I was wrong. People found it. And guess how many articles were written? And he starts clicking and just tons of articles just bashing. Oh, secret evil agenda. This And there's movies like these people promote de- Satan and the devil. They hate this. All these people covering their evil politics. And then he's like, now. I put another Easter egg in the game and I like when you play stuff backwards, I thought that's a fun thing. So what I did is if you take the left channel and the right channel and you put them together and then you play it backwards, it says a phrase. Guess how many people covered that? Nobody. Do you know what the the (laughs) phrase was? Jesus loves you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, It's just like, he's like, yeah. So there you go. Oh man. That's good. Yeah. Uh three two. Two outs. Justin Verlander. Mm. About to pitch a no no hitter. Uh, is it gonna happen? <laughs> I it's it's gonna happen in the next like minute. I Yeah. Oh, I don't we, we I, you're gonna get reached the right live reaction. Nope, he walked him. All right, never mind. Don't care now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming out to this episode of the Zombros podcast. We'll be back next Sunday for Zombros episode 172. If you want to join us in the post oh, yeah. show, just join us on the our Patreon, get access to the Discord, and we're going to be there for the next uh, hour or so just talking about everything else on our minds. Thank both of you, Will and Bryce, for coming out and supporting the show. Without you guys, we couldn't be doing this, and we're I eternally brought- grateful. Yeah, you guys brought- Um, absolutely and we are completely updated on itunes and spotify i should be able to get the episode out tomorrow on time so be expecting uh both on itunes and spotify or give it the 24 hours it needs to update for it to uh be there so thank you all so much and we'll see you on the next episode be safe till then bye now See you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.